Okay, we're on the top of Lama Dalad Ahmed Base, right? Um, okay, because we uh, just started the opinion of Rabbah, who said that really what's happening, right, in this case, is uh, that the, cons- the, the Mishlakish had said that this, our Mishnah is a Shita Rebbe Meir who has a local Mishalim, but he doesn't, and, and he holds local Mishalim, but he, you know, but he uh, doesn't hold Mace Umishalim. And that's what, and that's how you, and so how you explain why uh, Bito, right, um, that, that Bito, uh, you don't pay for it because he doesn't have Mace Mishalim. Um, so he explains because the case of the, of the, Ganav Atavach Vashabis, so that's, and Rabbi Meir says you're chayav to pay, um, so that's that's because it's tovei chadeachar. So Rabbi says no, really he's tovei chadeatzmo, right? And really Rabbi Meir holds local mishalim isle mason mishalim So he really holds you don't we never say mason mishalim, but this case is different, a special case that because it's a knas, because there's like this penalty of dal vehei that you're going to pay right away. And we said that Rabbi is l'taimek. So let's actually just start from there, uh, you know, three lines from the top the azda. The last one lines the Azda the Azda Rab Latame the Amaraba Haya Gidi Ganavlova Tavcha Bishabis. Right? That Rabba holds if a, if you had already stolen the Gidi before Shabbos, you start the goat before Shabbos, right? Um, and then you shafted it on Shabbos. So then in that case, um you have to pay. Why Shekfarnishaiva Kodim Shiavla Days or Shabbos, right? Because you, you already had done the act of a Gneva. The thing that causes the Payback in general had already started, right? That you had bought, that you had already stolen the stolen the gedi. So even though the the, the which activates the extra three or four times, so that's that that's new on Shabbos, yeah. But you had already stolen it ahead of time. And Rashi points out a few times where Rashi says because it says dal zehei and not gimel v'dal, meaning that the requirements to pay four times or five times, which includes the the uh, initial right, what we call the keren, right? The fact that you have to pay back the item itself. And then three or four times more than that, but it's it's but it's four or five. So it's, it's all con- continue, It's all connected together. That's the, that's the full payment. And so since the beginning of the payment was activated before Shabbos, the fact that your act of Chilol Shabbos activates the other three and four, it's not separate. It never says pay back three times the animal. You pay back four times or five times. So it's it's all connected together. Um, however, Ganav v'Tavach b'Shabbos. But if you stole on Shabbos and you because if you never stole it, there would never be the opportunity for the 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 the, the shechting, right? It's obvious. But the point being, if the gneva hadn't happened on Shabbos, then the rest of it wouldn't have happened. And and uh, we mentioned this yesterday towards the end, but I wanted to make it clear that that the the case is and the assumption is that and Rashi points this out that the gneva here is done is is an act of chilul Shabbos also. Right, he takes the animal and he picks it up and carries it out of the house, or whatever it is that he does. He's he does a chilul Shabbos as the act of acquiring the animal, and he does hotza some malacha, and therefore, again, the entire act of gedeva involves chilul Shabbos, and that's why he doesn't pay. Uh, he doesn't pay at all because, again, he still assumes that you know we don't we don't say me So one question: this, this, Yeah, everything you just said has. It doesn't have to do with Mace and Mishalim, it has to do with paying three and four times? It does have to do with Mace and Mishalim because it's Mace because that? of the Chil Shabbos, so you get, and Mishalim is the four or five times. So you, get, you get both, you get Mace so, and Mishalim. So he holds that, that this is Rabbah who holds in general, yeah. right, that, that we 
don't say Mesu Mashalim. Right? We really don't say Mesu Mashalim. Don't say it. Right. Really don't say Mesu Mashalim. But you, um, you do say you, get, you, may, you, you have to pay three and four times. Paying, paying really it's four or five times four total, five, right? Four, the four, sorry, that, four that's always true. I Meaning anytime always, you okay. stole and you, you always have to pay four or five times. But the point is that if, what, if, what if the act of, it's, it, that's only true, says Rabbah, if the act of Geneva itself happens on Shabbos. Right, but if right, you have but, three or four days but, earlier. So the distinction that Rabbah is making is that, is that if I, the, the act of Geneva began already before Shabbos, so then you're going to have to do both. Right, but, it's, but, it's, but he agrees that if you, the whole action happens on Shabbos, you, you, you don't say Mason Mishalim. Don't say it. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, okay. A, a, yeah, and this is Rabbah's like, uh, you know, um, Tosha points out, this is how Rabbah understands Rabbi Meir, by the way. That's what Tosha points out. Uh, so let's, let's continue Rabbah's point because another, there's another piece to this also. The Amar Rabbah is all part of the same, same uh, mime of Rabbah. The Amar Rabbah, Hayegedi Ganovlova Tavchob Machteres Chayev. So what's Machteres? There's a whole concept in the Gemara known as Bab Machteres. Bab Machteres means, let's say a person... Um, wants to steal from somebody else. So what do they do? They make a, they, they stand outside their house and they dig a tunnel into their house. Right? So they dig a tunnel underneath the person's house and they're waiting you know, in the machteris, in that tunnel, to pop up and, and steal from that person. So if the, if the ganav is there, so what happens? The, the owner of the house is actually allowed to kill the bab machteris, the, the thief. Why? Because there's an assumption that the person who comes in and, and you know, you know, it's a good shot to supply something and breaks into your house, whatever. The point is that if the person has come this way, they've like, they've, like, they've like tunneled into your house. They know that if the person finds you, right, if they get found, they, they might try to kill So he's ready to kill. And since he's ready to kill you in the case that he, he gets found out, so he's already like Ki'ilu ready to, to kill himself. So any person who finds him, and even not just the owner, but any person who sees the guy doing this is allowed to murder the Bab Machteris. So why is that important? The point is, he's already Mishchai Benafsha, right? He's Chai Visa, the Bab Machteris. Okay? So what happens if the guy comes to steal your sheep through the Machteris, right? Through this tunnel that he's tunneled into your house, right? So Amar Rabbah, Hayegidi, Ganavlo, right? Let's say he had already stolen it before. But then, Tavchav Machteris. And then he somehow he brings it with him and he goes into the tunnel and he shechs it there. So Chayev, he has to pay. Why? Because again, he had already stolen the sheep. It's like he stole it on Wednesday with the Shabbos case, right? He stole the sheep on, on Tuesday and then he comes to Machteris on Wednesday. He already stolen it before. So the fact that he's in, in, the, in the tunnel, right? The place where he's Chayev Misa, basically, right? He's in that tunnel already at, with the sheep that he'd already stolen. So then, so then, uh, He's chayv to pay. Why? Because again, he's not being ma- he's not mace mashalim to the same action. He already has to pay back for the the beginning of the, of, of the sheep, you know, the the, the, uh, the initial amount beforehand. The, four, the the extra three and four only comes, you know, when he shechs, which and he shechs in its place where he's also chayv misa, which is in the in the tunnel. So, so there, there chayv misa. It's a little yeah. different here, right? Because like here. The, the, the person who can kill him is the home. Is, ah, is right, it's not, not correct. Misa, not real Chiyam Misa. Right, you're not going to get Misa Bidei Bezdin in this case. And the government is actually make that distinction in a second. A little bit. A little bit. Yes, it's a good point. Meaning, you're not Chiyam Misa in the sense that you're going to Hashem is going to kill you. Right. You're Chiyam Misa in the sense that the person could kill you. Right. Um, if he doesn't, he doesn't. You have to. Stay. Oh, good, good, good. So the Gemara is going to talk about it in a second. Good. So, so, and, and what? And then here's the last case. But Ganav Betavach B'Machteres. Right, what if he tunnels into your house and he talk, steals the animal that way and then shechs it right away? So all that happens while he is bamachteris, that always happens while he is 
in the in you know in where he's in this place where he could be killed by you, and that would be totally permissible, right? Potter because again, because if he, if he if he wasn't in that, he, the, the whole action of stealing happened in the mo, in the place where he was chayiv misa. Okay, so good. So the Gemara is asking, what are you both cases for? Right. They're both cases to make the same point, which is if you started the act of Geneva before your Chayav Misa, then even if you finish the act, the Tvicha and the Mechira, you know, while you're Chayav Misa, you still pay. But if you did the whole action together while you were Chayav Misa, then you don't pay. Right? That's basically the point. So why, why, why gave me both? And so it says the Gemara, but I need you to tell me both cases, the case of Shabbos and the case of Machteris. Why? The Ashwin and Shabbos. If you tell me the case of when he did the, all these things on Shabbos or before Shabbos and on Shabbos, Mishum di Surah Isra Olam. That's because Shabbos is, a, is a, you know, an Isra forever. Right? Shabbos is, once you violate Shabbos, you are, uh, you're Chai Misa forever. It is what it is. Rashi says, Mishum di Surah Isra Olam. It's on the left side, a few lines down from where we are in the Gemara. Kozman Shia Idolav, Shechilo Shabbos, Yemisuhu Bezdin. I mean, they can come five years later and say, hey, this guy uh, was Mechal Shabbos five years ago, and we kill him, right? Hilkach chamira misa delay the pocho mimon. I mean, why do you say, kim leib right? We take the, the more serious punishment, you know, and, and only do that one. Well, it's because Shabbos is very serious. Shabbos, once you did it, you're on the hook. As if they ever find you out, they ever, they ever come, so you're going to be uh, put to death for that. Right? Aval machteres, the Isr Shahu Aimalo. But Machteris, which is only Isr Shah, what do you mean Isr Shah, Rashi says, Ilo Mishkachle, Ahishaita. If you don't find him when he's in the in the tunnel, Su Lo Mikdal, you don't you don't kill him. Right? You can't come later and say, Oh, I heard that guy was I saw the guy in the Machteris. He was in the tunnel into someone else's house. No, that's not how it works. You're Chai Misa in the, in the moment. In the moment you can you can be killed. So then Aimalo, maybe I'd say, Oh, that's not such a serious chi of Misa, right? Like everyone was pointing out. It's not really Chai Misa. Right, so maybe I'd say in that case that he does have to pay, right? But you could also make the opposite argument. About Machteres, right? He, it's like he doesn't need a Hasra, he doesn't need a, a warning. Why? Because he knows he's doing. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Well, I didn't realize. You didn't realize you were digging a hole into someone's house. You know exactly what you're doing, right? So he doesn't, Bab Machteres doesn't need a Hasra. That's part of the whole. That's the whole chap of Abba Machteris. That's the Chiddush. You can kill him without, a, he doesn't need a hasra to be killed, right? So maybe, that, maybe that's why it's so chummer because he doesn't need a, need a hasra. His hasra is the fact that he does what he's doing, yeah. right? And that's why his punishment is so severe and that's why he doesn't have to pay, right? Abal Shabbos, to buy hasra, aim But Shabbos needs a hasra, so maybe it's not as serious. And so therefore, it's richa, need, we need both cases to teach me that in both cases, if you did the whole action, the entire thing on Shabbos or in the Machteris, you're not going to, you know, we, we don't say Mason Mishalim, but if you did them separately, then you would. Fine. So that's, that's Rabba's opinion uh, for Vimeir. What is the case, though, when he, he's putter from paying in that he goes in and he's, he goes into the cave and steals and shechs at once, right? In yes. In case he's putter. Yes. But only, but what? But then he leaves, and because again, the misa is only going to take place. If you say what you're saying. Once he walks out of the machteris, he has to pay now. Right. That's a good question. You hear the, you hear the question? If if our whole point is that, you know, well, you can ask the same question about Shabbos. Let's say the Shabbos case. Let's say he shechs the animal on Shabbos, and he never gets found out. Right. No one brings no one brings Aiden that he that he did it on Shabbos. So same question, I guess. Does he have Does he have to pay? There's no, no Aiden that he shechted, so. 
there's no item to require him to pay in the first place. At least at that point, he's still chayev. I mean, right. you know, whether... So, so it sounds like, sounds like, so what, what it sounds like is that even if they would bring Adam later that he was Bal Machteris and Shechted in the Machteris, he's going to be put to pay. Why? Because the moment that he Shechted, he was really Chayav Misa. Right. That's what it sounds like. That's, that's, that's the Chiddush. Even though it's, a, even though it's an Isra Shah, right? even though the, the death penalty there is not really a death penalty, and, and, and once he leaves, it's over, it sounds like either way, he's not going to be Chayav to pay. Right. Again, I'm not a thousand percent sure, but that, that's what it sounds like. Sounds like what it is. Sounds like that. that. That's part of the Chiddush. It sounds like. Right. But that, 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 that's what it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Amr of Papa. Okay, Rav Papa says as follows. Haisa para ganuvalo v'tavcha b'shabbos. So what, so, so again, Rav Papa is going to be addressing a similar type of case, right? Let's say you had already stolen the cow, right? And then you shafted on Shabbos. So chayev, he says you have to pay. Why? Right, this is the same idea, basically, sounds like what Rav said, right? If I had it, it was already stolen on Wednesday, and then I shafted on Shabbos, I had to pay. Why? Because... I uh, had already stolen it before Shabbos, correct? Okay. But this is something new. Let's say he had borrowed the cow, right? And then on Shabbos, he chooses to shechdit, pater. He doesn't have to pay. Okay? So the question is, why is that? What's, what's the Chiddush here? So, Ravashi, Rav Papa, para asashina? Well, like, Rav Acha wants to tell me a Chiddush? Rav Acha says, uh, Tervashi, where if Papa wants to tell me a chiddush about a cow, a cow is not the same as a gedi. It's the same thing. But there's no chiddush by telling me para. So I'm a of Papa. No, Shaula aslash. What are you talking about? The chiddush isn't that it's a different kind of animal. The chiddush is it's a different form of acquisition, right? That what happened? That I was only borrowing it. I hadn't stolen it. That I was borrowing it when I then decided to shecht it, right? Sachad edah chamina. What might you have thought? What would you have said? Rav Papa himself holds that when you're borrowing an animal, from the moment that you pull it, right, and you take it, you acquire it, you're now chayv to pay for its food. So I might think that from the moment that I, that I borrowed it, that's I'm already chayv to pay for things that happened to it. Like for example, you would have said, oh, if I borrowed the animal before Shabbos and shechted it on Shabbos, what would I have said? What do you mean? You already acquired it before Shabbos. So then, when I shechted on Shabbos, I should not be chayav. That's that again. I the whole act of you know. Uh, sorry, you might have said that I should be chayav to pay because I already started borrowing it. I already started acquiring it from before Shabbos. And kamash malam. What's the answer? No, the act in this case you had borrowed it. Borrowing it, you hadn't stolen anything. It's the moment that you shechted that what happens. That's, That's the geneva also, right? So in that case, it's like. Ganav v'tavach v'shabes. When you when you when you borrow something, you haven't yet done anything yet. You might return it. It's when you go ahead and you shecht it. The act of shechita is both the geneva and the tvicha at the same time, and that's why you have to pay. That's why you are sorry, not have to pay because both things happen on Shabbos. Kim le'bidraminei. We're not going to make you do. We don't say. We don't say meis umashalim. Okay. So um, so Amarava. So so now Rav has another case. What happens if a father passes away and he had borrowed a cow before he died? And now when he dies, the Yorshim, they, they, the inheritance that they get includes this borrowed cow. Okay? So it's not really theirs. They're going to have to give it back to the original owner, but for the time being, they inherit the, the, the borrowing of the cow. Right? So he niach lehen avi and parashula. 
So they had a thing, you were borrowing the cow for a year, and it's only six months in. So for the next six months, you get to continue to use that borrowed cow. You can milk it, you can whatever, you get to, you get to use, that, use the cow. Mesa, and if it dies, and if it dies though, you're not chayev for the things that happen to it, right? The incidental accidents that might happen that, I, that, a, that a shoel usually has to pay, they don't have to, why? Because they weren't the borrower. They're Yorshin. Right, they're, they're the Yorshin, they're not the actual original borrower. Okay. So, but what happens? Kisvur and Shalavim he, but what if the, when the cow, when the, when the father dies, they know their father has the cow. They didn't know the father borrowed the cow. They thought the father owned the cow. And they didn't know it was a lease. They thought it was a, a, a purchase, whatever. They didn't, they didn't know. They thought it was a, they thought, they thought it was a, they didn't know it was borrowed. They thought, they thought he owned it. And what happened? So, uh, and they go ahead and they shecht it and they eat it, not realizing that it wasn't their father's. It was really borrowed. So what happens? So they have to pay back, but they pay back the amount of the value of the meat at the cheapest price. Rashi actually, actually points out, Right, they're like, every amount, they pay back like four times. But it's, it's, it's the cheapest amount. Um, okay. Um, it continues the But if their father left them a responsibility, right, that, like, a, like a, a uh, certain amount of land that, they, that, that was left to them to pay, which they could pay back with, if they uh, you know, need to pay things, so then Chayav Neshanam. So then they're gonna to have to pay. I mean, if the father leaves them a certain Rashi says karkos, like there's a certain you know collateral or something that there's an expectation that they're gonna be able to pay back with that with that land. So then they have to pay back. And the question is, what's this last piece? What's it referring to? So some say this goes on the first part, right? The father leaves them something something owned, uh, borrowed, <laughs> and some say it goes on the piece where it says that they thought it was their father's and they and they shechted it. So what does that mean? So. Uh, so let's see, look at Rashi is going to explain what this means. So it says Rashi, uh, the last skinny line, Rashi says, This idea of the, the father leaving them over this that Chayav and the Sham, in those cases they have to pay, what's that talking about? Right, meaning, one possibility is it goes in the ratio. The ratio was if they thought, right, if the father left them, left them the animal that was borrowed and it dies, they don't have to pay. So some say that this line about if they, yeah, but if you left them, you have to pay. So that's why on this first piece, that if that they would be in the onus, right? The chayav onus, that something happens to the cow, they're going to have to pay for it. Why? Because what happened when they borrowed it, when, clearly when the father borrowed that para, he said, yeah, but my, my, my land is going to be the payment if this animal dies. So since they acquired that land also, so then they'd be chayav to pay in that scenario. Okay, and if that's true, then if that's true, then certainly if they're going to be chayav to pay when the animal dies out of no, uh, no mistake of their own, then certainly if they go ahead and they shech the animal, they're going to have to pay, right? Right? Upligi de Rav Papa. And that would seem to be against Rav Papa. Why? De Amr Le'el, ha'hi shaita de matu la onsin hu da asichi yuvaleha. Because Rav Papa was the one who had said right, that it, it's only the moment when the onus happens that they now have a chiv, right? but not from the moment of borrowing. That, that, you know, that, 
Rav Papa's argument before, you know, had said, who had taught us that thing about, about She'ila, right? so this would be against that idea of She'ila, because he had said only when you actually steal it, right? not from the moment that you borrow it. Okay? However, let's keep going on Rashi, and there's some who say, no, 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 this idea of the Acharis Nechassim, they have the, 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 the land to pay back, etc., that's only going on in the last case, right? Right, the case where they shafted it. Right, the imhiniach lehenavi and acharas nechasim mishamin tashlumen mealia velobazul. In that case, what happens? What, we, what have we said? We had said that if they, if the father left them these uh, this land to pay back with, then sorry, the case was if they had shafted the animal that they thought was their father's, they have to pay back only like the the, the bargain basement price. So. So there comes this last statement to say, no, if you have this money to pay back with, so then you have to pay back the full price, right? the appropriate price. You should have checked because the fact that your father said, oh, here's the land in case you have to pay back. So you should have known that you, uh, it was only a borrowed item. That's different. Meaning, if that, if that line of, of Acharas Nechas is going on the Seifa, then, that's, then maybe it's still in the ratio, the case where they, again, they just inherited a, a She'ela, and the animal happens to die, maybe there they still wouldn't have to pay. They still would be, uh, you know, not, uh, they would be off the hook, uh, um, because they just inherited a, a borrowing. Fine. Okay. Okay, so after all is said and done, we now find ourselves having said three opinions about how to deal with the... Uh, Seeming ma- stira, right? This this seeming contradiction between the Mishnah and Elanirus, our Mishnah here, right? That the all the people who have a man who has tashish with these specific women, he has to pay a kanas, and the Mishnah and Eluhin Alokin that says in those cases he has to give malchus, that he gets malchus, right? And we had different approaches to uh, to answering this question, right? We had Rabbi Yochanan, and we had Rish Lakish, and then we had a third opinion. Uh, sorry, we had Rabbi Yochanan, we had Yochanan and we had Rish Lakish. Um, and Rish uh, Lakish said this is all this is the case of Loka Mashalim and Rav Yochan who had said no it's really a case of um, that uh, the, the, the point is that you, you're not that we would never say Loka Mashalim um, so the question the Gemara asks now is as follows Bishlam or Rav Yochanan Lo Amar Rish Lakish I get right that Rav Yochan doesn't want to hold like Rish Lakish why? to come mokim Right? Because he holds, right? He holds like the Rabbanon. Rashi says, Bishlam Rav Yochanan, Dimuki Masisin, Bishalo Right, right, sorry. Rav Yochanan's point was, he said, what's the case? The case is, they're not going to get Malchus. Why? Because they never got a Hasra. And that's Rav Yochanan, that's Rav Yochanan's case. Right? That's how he explains the, the difference. So according to Rav Yochanan, who says that the Mishnah was, that they, didn't, they didn't get Hasra, and that's why they're not going to get Malchus, and they're just going to pay. Right? Lo Amar Kereish Lakish, that we're in the... the the, the most wide lines in Rashi. Lo Amar Kirish Lakish to Ukme Kriv Meir. He doesn't like Rish Lakish, who thinks that the whole mission is like Rav Meir, that Loka Mishalim. Why? Um, <coughs> that I understand because, sorry, Bishlam Rav Yochan Lama Kirish Lakish to Kamokim La Kirabanan, right? Because he wants to hold like the Rabbanan. But El Rish Lakish, my time at Lo Amar Kirv Yochan. But why did meaning, and we want to hold the Rabbanan, like the majority, that's better. Right, but then, but then, why does Rish Lakish not want to hold like Rav Yochanan? I mean, that would that be easier. Say Rav Yochanan's answer. That's oh, I'll tell you this. It's not a stira. And our Mishnah, uh, when, when, you, when you just say give a kanas, it's because you didn't get a hasra, and that's the reason why you're going to pay, even though usually you know uh, you don't. We're not looking mashalim. So why not say it like that? So Amalacha. So I'll answer. Continuing the Gemara. Kevan di ilu asrube pater kilo asrube nami pater. 
right? So I'll tell you what Rishlach is supposed to say back. They'll say, Rav Yochanan, if your whole case, your only reason they're not going to get Malkus is because they didn't get, they get Asura. So th- then that what it really means is if when they don't get Asura, then they, when they don't get Asura, they... Um, right, sorry. Since in a situation where they would have gotten Asura, they wouldn't pay, so they should never really pay. I mean, we say like, quote, we've been talking about this before, like, Chayef Misa, you don't have to pay. It doesn't necessarily mean that they actually gave a Hasra and the guy's putting sentence to death. It's if the general, the, the general punishment is on, his, is on its way to him and could ever come to him, right? So he shouldn't have to pay. It's the same thing here. So Rish Lakish says what? Okay, he didn't get Hasra in that specific scenario. That's why, he has, that's, that, that's why he pays. But if he would have got Hasra, he doesn't pay. So the fact that if he would have gotten Hasra, he really is Chayef Malkus, he doesn't pay. So he should never have to pay because he's always kind of Chayef Malkus. Um, and, that's why he, and, that's, and that's what he would say back. Um, and they also, and Yochan and Yishlach are each both following their general approach, which is what? When Ravdimi came, he said the following. He came from Eretz Yisrael and he delivered the following halacha. Chayve misos shogigin, vechayve makios shogigin, vidavar acher. Yochan amar chayve, Yishlach amar pater. What happens if a person is chayve misa, vishogig? Or Chayef Malkus B'Shogeg. And you did something that otherwise, meaning they're not going to get Misa if you're Shogeg. The point is the things that you would have been Chayef Malkus for or Chayef Misa for. Uh, uh, yes, what happens? Vidavar Acha. And then he has some other thing, like, you know, something, some monetary claim that he has to pay back. So what happens? If Yochan Amar Chayef. Yochan then says you're Chayef. Why? Because you did it B'Shogeg. If you did B'Shogeg, what's going to happen? You're not actually going to get the Misa. You're not actually going to get the Malkus. So Rav Yochan's whole approach is, I care if you're actually getting it or not, right? Like you said before, if I don't get Asra, so fine, then you pay. Or if you get Asra, then you don't pay. So Rav Yochan says, I care if you're actually getting the, getting the punishment or not, right? Rishlakish Amar Pater. Rav Yochan says, no, you don't pay for that. Why? Because you're really higher for, for, the, for the bigger punishment, right? Even though you're not going to get it, but you did, the, you did the thing that would bring the bigger punishment. Rav Yochan Amar Chayev, the Halo Asrbeh. Rav Yochan says, you're, you're Chayev, why? Because you didn't, you didn't get, you have to pay because you didn't actually get the Hasra. Rishlakish says, I don't care that you actually got a sra or not. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if you actually have to get the, the more severe punishment. The fact that the punishment in theory would be coming your way would be enough to make you not have to pay. And that's the, the reason for the machlokis between the Gemara wants to say, Rishlakish, Rav Yochan and Rishlakish, and we'll continue next week on the Banach Lokish. Okay,